Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, before we move on to the next topic here, I need to remind you guys about our wonderful partner here at the Love the Star podcast. It is Boomer Jacks. And I keep telling you guys about Boomer Jacks, specifically what Boomer Jacks has ready for you on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. It's great wing deals. On Tuesdays, it's half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. But they have great deals for you the rest of the time, too. They got drink specials starting at $3. They have $15 buckets of beer. There are wall-to-wall TVs. Every sporting event you could ever imagine is on the televisions there when you go to Boomer Jacks. They have TVs in the bathroom. There's literally not a time where you will miss a moment of the action. Live music. Like I said, wall-to-wall TVs. Great drink specials. Great food. It's just a fantastic atmosphere for whatever you're looking for. And it's why we're so excited to have them as our partner here at Love the Star. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. All right, Brian, uh, continuing here as we do our full episode of the Dean Julia Love of the Star mailbag. Uh, We've got a question here from uh, DJ Major, and he's asking the question, which undrafted free agent do you think is most likely to make the team out of training camp? Man, you got one in mind? Isaiah Land from Florida A&M. Is is one that I think makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I was trying to kind of find somebody that to me that they really, really, really like, you know, and and it it's probably maybe does does Tyrus Wheat do anything for you? You know, or are there too many edge? Are there too many edge players? Honestly, you know what? So Isaiah Land is the one we heard a lot of chatter about. Yeah, a lot. I know you've been high on Hunter Lipke uh, Lipke, from North Dakota. Uh, The the other one that I I think deserves some mention, and we'll get a chance to see how competitive he is. I don't know how easy the numbers stack up for him, but somebody who could be a Dennis Houston type player coming out of camp could be Jalen Moreno Cropper. Uh, that's somebody who I think is a a good route runner and somebody who uh, looked solid throughout the off season practices. And, and that's somebody who, who could make a mark if other receivers don't step up. Um, but, you know, I, I do like the suggestion that you've made a couple times here about Hunter Lipke and the fact that I think, it, like you said, yeah, I, I just assume Lipke is going to make the team. I, I don't think, like you said, I mean, if you if there was a surprise guy, I don't think he's a surprise guy because to me, there's questions at running back. He's been getting a lot of work in the OTAs and mini camps as like a one back runner with the with the first offense. 
So I just immediately assumed like, nah, this guy, I, it, it's not, to me, it's not a surprise, you know? Like you mentioned, you know, land, wheat, those kind of guys, those are, you know, the, the, the receivers, those would be surprises to me. I think Hunter Lemke makes his football team. I Just because of how they're kind of using him already. Now, maybe he goes out there and pees down his leg, you know, and, and doesn't do worth a damn in these practices or or you know the, the you know the games the preseason games but the way that they're using him right now boy it's kind of like they're planning on him making this football team next the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go and with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Question here from Matt, your honest opinion on the offensive line. And we've obviously talked a lot about this. Let's see uh, where you stand on this question currently, Brian. Uh, do you think Tyron goes back to left tackle and Tyler Smith left guard? Do you think Steele will be ready for week one? What is your current overall evaluation of the Cowboys offensive line and how the personnel is going to play out? Well, we'll see if you what ask happens. Me, if you ask me this tomorrow, yeah, yeah, my, my yeah. answer will probably be different. It's it, it's different every day, it feels like. Well, do you feel like that Tyron Smith is going to be the starter at left tackle? <sighs> are you saying he's going to – are you going to say that something is going to keep him from being the starter at left tackle? If something keeps him from being the starter at left tackle, it's that Tyler Smith and Terrence Steele might just be better right now. Uh, but I, I – Man, like I said, it's I, I've evolved so much over this because I, I can't get out of my head the fact that uh, you know your new offensive line coach keeps referring to Tyler Smith as that's a tackle, that's a tackle. We've worked him in tackle. Oh, I know, I know. I, I, I understand know. they put him in some guard. I can't get out of my head the way Tyron Smith looked at right tackle compared to Terrence Steele. Um, you know, there, there's just there's so many things that make this so difficult to project. Uh, if if I had to if I had to make a call today, and again, uh, my uh, words on this will probably change from day to day, week to week, especially until we get out to camp here in a couple weeks and actually get a chance to see it, uh, which we will be out at uh, Oxnard recording episodes for you guys while we're in uh, at training camp. Um, but if I were I were to weigh in on this today, I'll say probably Tyron at left tackle, Terrence Steele at right tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard. Uh, but I don't feel great about it. And, and in terms of Steele being ready for week one, you know, they, they've been a little cagey with the details of, of his availability. Coming into a contract year and, and with as aggressively as he seems to have attacked his rehab, I can't imagine him 
missing time. I think he's going to work his ass off and do everything he can to be ready for week one. And so that's my expectation for right now. Um, but I, I, you know, the Cowboys obviously haven't weighed in on that uh, as directly, which is the MO of Mike McCarthy to do is to not necessarily tell you exactly where things stand. Tyron Smith at left tackle, Tyler Smith at left guard and Terrence Steele, the right tackle opening day against the Giants. My prediction right there. Okay. And let's say, let's say Terrence Steele is not healthy. Does that put Tyler or Tyron at right tackle? Or do you think they just roll with somebody like ball or somebody at that point at right tackle? I, 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 I think that then now you have to consider, uh, you know, what would they would, well, let's go be an opportunity here. I think well, let's go is a better football player right now than Josh ball. Personally, there's no question about that. There's no question about that. I think that, if they had to go with the right tackle with Terrence still not being ready, man, but if you be honest, your best five would be to put Tyron Smith back there at right tackle, put Tyler Smith at left tackle, and put Matt Farniak at guard. That would be your best five. If, but I I I think they I think they want to get Tyron Smith back at left tackle as fast as they can. You know, I think it was very admirable of him to step up and say, hey. Tyler's playing very well over there, but they saw what happened to Tyron Smith at right tackle. I don't know if they want to go that route again, but I I, I think in in I think by the next time we have another show, I'll dig in and figure out exactly because I know I know that that from what I was heard that that Terrence Steele uh, was going to be worked into the practices, so. Okay. That that part I did knew did know, and I'll follow back up with uh, with the medical staff or somebody that can tell me what they what the game plan will be with him. But I think opening day he'll be your starter at right tackle. Next question here from T. He asks, uh, or she, I suppose, it doesn't really specify, uh, what position if we had an injury or two, obviously excluding quarterback, uh, but what position if we had an injury or two could bring this team down? from playoff hope. So, so what's an injury or, or what's a position that you feel like, man, you just cannot sustain any injuries there. Uh, I'll tell you what, right now, I don't think this team would be able to weather a CD lamb injury for yeah. much, much time at all. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that you start to say, you know, then now all of a sudden it's, it's, you know, Brandon cooks and then Gallup and then, you know, and what do you have in Tolbert? You know, that's your hope right there. So, um, you know, what about another injury to uh, <laughs> what about an inj- another injury to to Pollard? Yeah. You know, you don't really know what about an injury. I mentioned it earlier, too. What about an injury to Leighton Vanderesh? What do you have at what do you have at linebacker? You know, there's I, I think that like to me, if you actually had an injury in the secondary, I think you could survive it. I think you could survive a I, I, I think you could bland bland move, Lewis move. You know, I mean, I think you could get, you know, safety. Something happened at safety. I kind of feel like that they could they could work around it. But I I, th- I think this team would if you ask them internal, like if you ask players and coaches, hey, who, who give me the list of guys you can least afford to lose, and you start going down the list, I think you don't get very far down the list before there are people in that locker room who say, man, I don't know what we'd do without J Ron curse, not even necessarily what he brings on the field in terms of his level of play, but he 
he is an emotional leader. He is a, a, a high IQ football player who I think keeps a lot of guys, you know, up to speed about what they need to be doing and where they, where they need to be. I think you'd see a lot of busts in the secondary if J Ron curse missed. And I think you'd see a lot of guys out of position. Um, so that's one, if you were going to say one player, Brian, though, let's take the quarterback out of the equation. Just the one player. Hey, if they lose this guy, it most dramatically impacts their bottom line for the negative. Is it CD lamb? It's CD or Micah Parsons. Yeah. Parsons as well. I, I just, I feel like they could at least while Parsons is great. I feel like the drop off with no lamb is more significant. Cause I think they, they'd be able to generate some pass rush still with, you know, Sam Williams, DeMarcus. Yeah, Lawrence, but it's the they, threat. They'd be able to cobble something it's together. That, it's yeah. that threat. You know, it's that, hey, we have to pay attention to that one guy, and then it opens up everything for everybody else. I mean, I would be interested to see. I mean, I don't want to see Lamb out, but I wonder if Cooks could elevate to be, you know, a one if he were to uh, if he were to sign, be sidelined for a bit. Uh, next question here from James. Outside of the first and second rounds, which Cowboys draft pick can you see having the most immediate impact for the coming season? This one would probably be exactly what we've talked about in terms of how they really need overshown right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that, that that linebacker room is just so thin right now. Uh, if, it's, if it's not overshown, it's interesting. I don't know if there's anybody else that, that feels immediate right now. Like there's any sense of urgency. If they end out, you know, really deciding they want Deuce Vaughn involved, he could have yeah. an impact if they were to lose, you know, if, if he were to be have an impact on special teams and in the running game, they could have that. Um, you know, if they sustain any injuries, uh, then they might get some impact from Eric Scott, who they seem to be really high on in the secondary. Um, they like Junior Fajoko, but there's a lot of depth on the defensive line. I yeah. don't know how many opportunities they're going to get right away. So the obvious answer it feels like is D overshown. Yeah, I, I, him, him, and Deuce Vaughn were the two that I thought about. Other than the other than the first and second round guys. Next question here from JD. Uh, question for Brian. Well, let me say something. Well, let me ask something real quick. Yeah. Is there any chance that Awesome Richards could be better than? in camp better than well let's go or ball or somebody at tackle if they were have to play another uh, at, at play him at tackle in a, in a in a situation there's a chance um i i still think that if you were to ask me hey jump right into the action who's most likely to play well and I had to rank those three i think i'd probably go well let's go richards ball i just don't have any confidence in ball I don't either, but I just wondered, is there a chance that Richards plays better than like he shows up better than Willetsko? I think I think it's possible. I don't know that it's likely. I would still bet on Willetsko. I really like Willetsko. I, I think Willetsko's, oh, I do too. I, I, I think Willetsko's yeah. foot quickness, the ability to move to get up to the second level for a guy his size. Um, you know, I, I think that he's a really exciting potential prospect. And I think that the Cowboys believe that's somebody who, given enough time, that's somebody who could start in the NFL. Well, let's go could. And I think they believe the same about Awesome Richard. So that's the only reason why I'd probably give Well, let's go an advantage to say I would imagine he'd play better is even being banged up and having the shoulder subluxation and everything else that he had. He's been here for a year. 
uh, and and he's taken part in some practices and and been involved a little bit. And so uh, that that would be the one that I probably say. But look, he didn't. See, awesome Richards played at North Carolina. He didn't play. That's small what I'm saying. Football. That's what I'm saying. It's not like uh, you know. It's not directional. Name a state school that he played for. Yeah, he's he, he's not from like Southwest a, Oklahoma yeah, he, University. Yeah, he lined up and played against Clemson and Miami and Florida State and Notre Dame, and you know he lined up against some legitimate competition. He he might be at the end of the day. We'd start talking about steals. Maybe that sure. guy one day might be the steal that we go back and talk about. Absolutely. And somebody who can play inside outside, which is always a huge benefit. You're listening to the love of the star podcast. The love of the stars and odyssey podcast. You can find it on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo, Trey, Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP three in the same backcourt as Kobe in LA. Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP three finally gets a ring or two or three and the Kardashians. Empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former Sports Center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every Every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.